0: Well, good afternoon, Central Church. It is great to see you. Merry Christmas. Those of you that are watching us online, we are so glad you're joining us this afternoon. Uh, Would you pray with me? Holy Spirit, you are here to magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. You are here to reveal Him in a greater way. You are here to open our hearts to the truth of the gospel. You are here to guide us and lead us you are here holy spirit to heal our hearts you are here to deliver us from sin you are here to bring us to that place of intimate fellowship and relationship with Christ you are here to cause truth to be made known to us so we welcome you in this place holy spirit in Jesus name amen So our Christmas series this year is called The Christmas Rush, The Christmas Rush. And I shared last week that the shepherds, after they heard the angel's announcement of the birth of Christ, rushed to see Jesus at the manger. And after they saw Jesus, they rushed to share Jesus with everyone they came in contact with. In fact, the story says that that they they left the manger glorifying and praising God for everything they saw and heard which the angels had announced. Why did they leave the manger and share with other people? Because that's what we do. When we experience intimate and meaningful moments in life, we wanna share it with other people. We don't wanna keep it to ourselves. I think that's the best use of social media. Uh, sharing with our, with our friends and those that we care about significant moments in our life. I don't, I don't post that much on, on social media. Uh, when I do, it's, it's usually, not always, but usually, man, a, a significant moment, something that, that was meaningful to me that I wanna share with other people. I wanna show you a few of my posts in the last few months. So the first one is, is me and my, my latest grandchild, Mason. And that was mason when he was just two weeks old i had the privilege of flying to california uh, holding and and being with my my son's very firstborn child mason that was just a special moment when you have those moments you want to share them with other people the next picture is of me and my six-year-old grandson russell Um, many of you know that i do a daily uh, 8 a.m online prayer time and I do it wherever I am. If I'm traveling, I, I do it from there. I was down in St. Louis visiting my daughter, Shannon. And Russell comes in right about the time I was going to go online. And, and I said, hey, do you want to come with me and, and participate? So he sat on my lap and he actually opened up our time in prayer. Just a super powerful six-year-old prayer. And that was just a meaningful moment that I captured and I, I wanted to share with other people. This past summer, my wife Sherlene and I got to tour Italy. And this was just a, a really romantic, intimate spot in Venice on a bridge with a canal behind us. And just got to, to, to spend this, this incredibly intimate moment with my bride. And, and when you share those moments, you, you kind of want to share that with other people. The last picture some, some of you may see, and I, I posted this a couple of years ago, I, I got to run a half marathon with my daughter Shannon and we ran the whole thing together. We crossed the finish line together, holding hands and super excited. There might have been a few tears when we crossed the finish line as emotion kind of, kind of over, overwhelmed us. Uh, just, just great moments. And that's what we do, isn't it? When we experience great moments in life, we wanna share them with other people. And that's what the shepherds did. The shepherds went to the manger. The shepherds experienced Christ. They experienced peace and great joy. And then it says they went and they, and they shared that. Now, let's be honest. If, if that would have happened today, they would have pulled out their cell phone, right, at the manger and taken a picture of, Jesus, of uh, uh, Joseph and Mary and the child. It might have looked something like this, in fact, right? Because <laughs> that's what we do. We share our story. We share our meaningful moments with other people. Let's read that story again. The story of the angel's announcement of the birth of Christ from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. It says, in the same region there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord suddenly stood near the shepherds and the glory of the Lord, this incredible light shone around them and they were terribly frightened. So the angel said to them, don't be afraid, behold, I bring you good news, say good news, news. of great joy, say great joy, which will be for all the people, say all the people, for today in the city of David there has been born for you a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you, you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among people with whom he is pleased. When the angels had departed from them and gone back to heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem then and see, say and see, see. and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came in a hurry or they rushed to the, to the manger and they found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen him, they made known the statement which had been told them by the angel about this child. And all who heard it were amazed, say amazed. Amazed about these things which were told them by the shepherds, but Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as had been told them you know what the most amazing thing in this story is to me it's not that the savior came to the earth to remove the penalty of sin from humanity although that's incredibly amazing it's not just the promise of peace with god it's not just the promise of great joy which the angel promised it's not even just the promise of the virgin birth Do you know what the most amazing thing about this story is to me? That this gift is for all people. Everyone gets invited. No no one is excluded. So why is that amazing? Why is it amazing that this gift is for everyone, that everyone gets invited? Because we don't do that. There are definitely people in our lives, in my life, that I don't invite to things in my life. People that are rude, people that have hurt me, uh, people that are, that are evil, people that are, that are abusive. In fact, in our minds, we have, we have two lists of people, don't we? We have, we have one list of people that I call our invitees in life, and another list of people that I would call non-invitees that we don't invite. In fact, you may have an invitation like this in your head. You're not invited to the wedding. Don't, don't even think about it, right? Because we, we have these lists of two groups of people. Those that we would invite and those that we won't invite. So here's what we're gonna do. I want you to get a piece of paper. There might be one in the seatback pocket in front of you. Just take it out. And I want you to write down a list of all the non-invitees in your life. Just make out that list. And then I want you to share it with the person next to you. I'm kidding, no, don't get all worried now. But we have that list, don't we? We have that list. What if part of the point of Christmas was that our non-invitee list would get shorter and our invitee list would get longer, like God? The the thing that blows my mind is the goodwill for all men thing. That, That God wills good for everyone therefore this gift is for all people so the shepherds went to both see Jesus and to share Jesus that's the Christmas rush they rushed to the manger and they rushed away from the manger to share him verses 17 to 20 when they had seen Christ in the manger they made known or revealed or shared the statement which had been told them about this child And all who heard it were amazed about the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds went back from the manger, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard, all that they had seen, just as the angel had said. In other words, everything that happened at the manger was exactly what the angel had promised. There's something really ironic in this story. What's ironic is that God chose shepherds to be the very first witnesses or those who would give the first testimony of the truth of the birth of Christ. Why is that ironic, that the shepherds would be the first group of people? Well, because shepherds were part of the the lowest class in Jewish society. Shepherds worked seven days a week, which meant that they probably weren't able to keep many of the Sabbath laws and Sabbath rules and Sabbath regulations. Because of their work and what they did, they probably compromised some of the Jewish laws of purification. They probably weren't able because they worked so much and were so distant from Jerusalem to to actually get to the Jewish feasts and festivals when they had them. Some have said that the, the shepherds were consistently in violation of the Jewish law. Their, their work sort of uh, disqualified them or compromised them spiritually. Which makes sense when later we would read in the Talmud, which was the rabbinical writings, the rabbis would explain the scriptures. And in the Talmud, it says that, the, that shepherds were prohibited from giving testimony or being a witness in court. So think about that. By means of what they did as shepherds, they were disqualified from being witnesses in court. And yet they're the very first group of people that God chooses to be witnesses and to give testimony of the birth of Christ. See, what the, what the law disqualifies Grace qualifies, amen? The shepherds were disqualified by by the Jewish law, but but they are qualified by grace, and that's our story. We we are disqualified from a relationship with God because of the law. The law stands against us and says, you're guilty. You sin, you fall short of the law. The the law disqualifies us from knowing God, but grace qualifies us, amen? That's That's the gospel in a nutshell, is I'm not qualified to have a relationship with God. The law disqualifies me, but grace qualifies me. So like the shepherds who were disqualified by law from testifying in court, God gives them the ability, the qualification to do that. There's one more truth in this story that I think is worth mentioning and it's this. The, 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 the peace and the great joy that God promises and that the shepherds experienced at the manger are not dependent on our circumstances. What do I mean by that? So the shepherds went to the manger And it was just like the angel said, I believe when they got to the manger, the the Holy Spirit revealed to them that this was in fact the Christ. They, They bore witness that this was the Christ. I believe in their own way, they put their faith in this baby, that he was the Messiah and that faith saved them. And they were suddenly filled and given the Holy Spirit. They were suddenly believers, they were Christians. And it says that they received peace with God and great joy. And then they left the manger and they went back into their circumstances. Their circumstances didn't change. They were still part of the lowest class of Jewish society. They they were still in regular violation of the Jewish law. They, They were still despised by many people in the Jewish community. They were still unable to give testimony or be witnesses in court. Their circumstances hadn't changed, but their heart had they have been filled with peace and joy in the Holy Spirit despite their circumstances. My wife, Shirlene, and I, we, we get the shepherds. We understand what it means to experience peace and joy in the Holy Spirit when your circumstances aren't what you'd like them to be. My wife, Shirlene, and I live in Sioux Falls and, and all of my children and grandchildren live hundreds of miles away from us. They never come here, especially when it's minus 40 windchill. I, I don't know why we can't get them here. So we go and see them. And, and we spend times of loneliness and times of sorrow and sadness. At times because our kids aren't around. And we, we celebrate most of you. Most of you not only have your immediate family here, but if you're our age, many of you have your children here and your grandchildren here that you get to enjoy, and we just celebrate that with you. But I grieve, and we grieve, that we can't hold six-month-old Mason regularly. And we can't go to our our 12-year-old granddaughter's dance recital, and we, we can't go to the middle school and watch Tyler play basketball regularly. We try to get down there as much as as we can, but it's not not that much. We had dinner the other night at some really good friends of ours, and we celebrated Christmas. It was a wonderful time, and and it felt like family. It it felt like we were with our our family, and we, we went home that night, and our hearts were full, full of peace, full of great joy, and then we left and stepped back into our circumstances where our family's not here. And we wish that they were. And many of you have much worse circumstances in life than we do. Maybe you're, you've dealt with the death of a child or a marriage that ended in divorce or a sickness in the family or a divided family a broken family whatever your circumstances are what what Charlene and I have found is that that in the midst of circumstances that, that, that can be lonely and heartbreaking and sad and, and filled with sorrow that God gives us these divine manger moments like the shepherds he gives us manger moments when we experience great peace and great joy in the Holy Spirit. When, when you have something miraculously changed in your life, when, when, when someone is healed, when a, a relationship is restored, when, when you get a promotion at work, or, or your child does something just supernatural and cool, we like, we celebrate with you. It's like a manger moment. And despite our circumstances, God keeps giving us these, these manger moments despite our circumstances. And maybe today, you need a manger moment. I don't know what your circumstances are. I do know this, when the shepherds went to the manger, their circumstances didn't change, but their heart did. Suddenly something was born on the inside that trumped everything that was happening on the outside. Suddenly they, they knew for sure that Christ was the Messiah. Suddenly they had peace with God and peace around them. And suddenly they had this joy that came from the forgiveness of sin that they'd never experienced before and it was better than any earthly joy they'd ever had. And maybe that's you today. You walk away from the manger filled and you step back into the field with the sheep. Would you pray with me today? And if you're here this morning and you've never experienced Christ, the Savior, in the manger, you've never experienced peace with God, a right relationship with God through faith in Jesus, you've never experienced the great joy that comes with forgiveness, I'd like you to pray with me. Be bold. Step into this. Say, Lord Jesus, I know that I've sinned. I believe that you came to the earth as a child to grow up and live a sinless life and then die a death on a cross that was cruel so that my sin could be forgiven, so that I could have peace with God and my heart could be filled with joy. Friend, if that's you today, take a moment and say, Jesus, forgive me. Come into my life. Give me a new start. Change everything about my heart. Let me live in grace. Qualify me, Lord, to be your witness. And Lord, for those that are here this morning and and they know you, they've been to the manger, they've walked away with great joy and yet they've stepped back into circumstances that aren't favorable. God, as they leave this place like the shepherds left the manger, fill them with peace and joy in Christ, in Jesus' name, amen.